invest in yourself, invest in your mindset and growing yourself as a person so that you can achieve all those goals that you have set for yourself. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Today, I'm joined by the lovely Letitia Styles from YoungFinances.com. That's finances, not finance. So YoungFinances.com. Letitia, welcome. Hi, Jared. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Okay, we're in San Diego, but you're not from San Diego. You live in Tennessee, right? I do. I live in Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. Home of barbecue and blues. Amen. And okay, so let's start there. Why are you in San Diego? I'm in San Diego right now for FinCon 2016, the Financial Content Expo. Boom. And it's not your first rodeo. No, it's not. This is actually my fifth year at FinCon. That's amazing. Let's go there for a little bit. Okay. Conferences, you know, they can be a little bit pricey. There's a commitment. Yet you've chosen to come to something five years in a row. Why is that? Well, FinCon has been instrumental in helping me grow my business. I also grow my networking contacts. And I've learned so much every single year. The conference ticket price is really negligible compared to what I learn and what I'm able to implement to grow my business every year. And it might be a place where you meet a future significant other. Is that true? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you know a little bit of my history. Well, let's tell that story because it's too good. It is possible. It's possible to meet the love of your life. A couple of years ago, I came to FinCon expecting to learn about finance and how to grow my business. And I happened to go to a a pull-up competition. (laughs) And I saw this young man doing pull-ups and I said, I have to get to know him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But uh, we connected. We became friends and found out that we had a lot in common. And we got married about a year later. Wow. (laughs) Wow. What a great story. You're checking out a guy doing (laughs) pull-ups. And then that turned into something beyond that. And and I never want to tell anybody that it was the pull-ups that got me, but it really was the pull-ups. It was the pull-ups. Let's be honest. I met your husband. He's, he's He's a good guy. All right. Well, that's pretty amazing. And I love that story. So how did it translate from a, you just started chatting at a conference to, hey, let's date? I, were you guys in the same city or how did that work? We were not actually. We were in two different cities. Okay. So that's a long distance thing. That Some people would frown on that. Yeah. It was about a three hour drive and we would visit each other about every other weekend. Okay. We started out as friends, obviously, as some of the best relationships do. Sure. And in our friendship, you know, we were chatting on the phone almost every day. Right. And we just realized that we had so much in common. And beyond being financial bloggers, you know, we talked about the way that we looked at life and approached life. It was very similar. And we continued to get to know each other. And when he said, hey, I'm moving to Memphis for my job, I said, well, I guess I'm coming along with you. And uh, then we got married and the rest is history. (laughs) So where were you prior to Memphis? I was in Atlanta. Where was he at? He was in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, yeah, that, that's not too terrible. Yeah, not too bad. A three hour, about a three-hour drive. So when he said, I'm moving to Memphis, you're like, yeah, I'm going to go too. I told him, I said, I've already been looking for uh, companies that I can work with. That, <laughs> that was a couple of months after we met. So Was that at all a little strange for you? I mean, that, it was. that's a big decision. It was. And that The reason that I knew it was going to be good is because I had never made a decision like that before. And I felt very confident in it. I'd never made a decision to say to follow anybody yeah, uh, or I mean, anything like that. You're uprooting. You're going to a right. new city right. for a guy. Right, exactly. You know, mama might not like that. <laughs> exactly. You know, there's a lot of what ifs there. Yeah. But yeah. it worked out, obviously. It worked out really well. Yeah, mama didn't raise no fool. That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't going to be going right. to Memphis unless you do something was good and going on And we're fortunate there. enough that we get to talk about money all the time now. <laughs> yeah. So let's do that. Let's talk about money. So uh, Letitia, it's likely there's going to be some people listening to that. I don't know Letitia. I should know Letitia. Yeah. So let's talk about your money story. 
My money story honestly starts when I was about six or seven years old and I wanted to make extra money. So my sister and I, we went to our parents and we asked for an allowance. My dad said, no, Uh (laughs) but I will tell you how you can earn more money. And he took us to Sam's Club, bought us some candy. And we used to sell that in our neighborhood and at school before we had to stop selling it at school. That's how we (laughs) that's how we first started making money, extra money. How did you sell candy in your neighborhood? Like a lemonade stand kind of thing? No, we're just the neighborhood kids that we used to play with. We would just bring our bag of candy out. And they knew that, you know, it was 10 cents for a Jolly Rancher or, you know, all the candies that we had. And they brought their money. We used to sell cans of soda also. And, you know, we just went to the playground and started. You just brought your stuff to the playground? Oh, yeah. Set up shop. That is interesting. (laughs) (laughs) And you try to just go over there like, no, you can't keep doing this. Yeah, exactly. In in school. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Yeah, we got caught in school. So we had to stop selling it there. But that was honestly, that was my first experience with earning more income and earning more money. I love that story because there's a lot of kids that maybe they don't do the lemonade stand or do something like that. And then maybe they get ingrained with this idea of I just got to work at J-O-B and I got to accept whatever salary I'm capable of getting. And here you're learning at a young age that, man, you can go out and create money yourself if you're smart and you're right, exactly. providing something people want. And if you have hustle, my so, dad yeah. taught us how to calculate our profit because we started you know, eating the candy. And he Uh-oh. said, well, <laughs> hang on a second. Don't eat your profit. And we looked at him and we said, what are you talking about? This is candy. This is not profit. <laughs> so he had to explain to us how we had to have enough money to go and buy more inventory so that we could keep our business going. Oh, wow. I love that. That's so many, so good. So, okay. Those lessons learned early on, how did that translate as you continue to get older and, and eventually you're not in school anymore or you're moving on with your life in college or whatever you did? So let's talk about that. Like those fundamentals, how that translated later on. Yeah. As I got older, I honestly, I lost my way just a little bit. Okay. And I went along with what, you know, I was supposed to do. I went to college. Right. I borrowed to get to college Mm. and to finish it. I I finished two degrees, Spanish and a finance degree. No kidding. And it wasn't until I got to my full-time job in finance that I realized that I wanted to do something different. That's when I went back to my roots and I started thinking, what can I do to earn extra money? And I started thinking about everything that I had to offer. And I started writing about personal finance. And that's how Young Finances was born. I started earning income from affiliate sales. And then I became a freelance writer. And then I took it a step further and learned that I could offer my skills as a consultant to other small businesses. And I taught them how to grow and build their own platform so that they can reach more people and earn more. Okay. So how did you approach a business and say, hey, I can help you with this. Was that intimidating for you? I mean, yeah, I look at you and I say, okay, let's just confident. But was it always like that? I mean, you just said, okay, I got this. How did you know what to do? How did you start? I, I had, okay, I fell into my first client okay, <laughs> because it was a friend of mine who contacted me and he said, I've been seeing what you've been doing with your blog and I'm interested to learn more. He didn't say, I want to hire you, but I took it to under. He was watching mean- you do pull-ups and then my CrossFit. Fair enough. Yeah, I took it to mean that he wanted to hire me. So I went into the conversation with the assumption that he was going to become my client. I talked to him about what I could do to help him with his business. And I started creating blog posts for him, managing his social media. Once I got that first client, I had the confidence to go out and look for more clients. Wow. So, okay, so you had one client and then you're going out for the other ones. How did you determine how to do that? That's a great question. In order to find new clients and figure out exactly how to do that, I hired a mentor. Okay. So you had a coach or someone? Yeah. I had a coach who taught me how to package my services, how to align my brand with the type of clients that I wanted to find. 
And that's honestly, I just started investing in myself and in my business because I knew that I didn't know it all and I needed to learn from someone who did. Did you feel like that was risky at all by hiring someone to help you figure that out? Or did you realize that was an investment? Yeah. Every time I I make an investment for my business, it always feels like I'm taking a leap and it's a little bit of a risk. But I understand that you have to invest in your business in order for it to grow. Okay. So I want to hear how you determine what's worth the investment versus what it's probably just a waste of your time. Because I'm sure there's opportunities all, all over the place. There's shiny yeah. objects that say, hey, you go come spend your money here. Yeah. Is that in the best interest of where you're trying to go or what so you're trying to do? So there's three ways that I sort of evaluate an investment right now. I'm looking for strategic places where I need to learn. Okay. So if I need a specific skill, I'll invest that way. I'm also looking for ongoing help that I can get. So if there's someone that's like, I have a year-long program and I'll help you with any questions you have, then that's something that I'll be willing to invest in. And then sometimes I'll purchase just small courses that are comprehensive, but it's something I can do on my own time. And usually that is a lower investment. So I have the opportunity to you know, save the money in order to go after a coach that's going to you know, cost a little bit more. Okay. That makes sense to me. All right. So this started out as just a blog, but now I believe it's evolved into something greater. So let's talk about the growth of from the blog to where it is now. Yeah. So like I said, I started Young Finances out of college, just wanted to offer my skills in personal finance. And then, like I said, I grew to the coaching and consulting firm that I run now. And the reason that it grew was because it had to grow. I left my full-time job and I left it as a blogger. So I was earning income as a blogger, but it wasn't enough. Right. And so I had to learn how to earn more so that I could stay unemployable, (laughs) we'll say in air quotes. So how how did you do that? Honestly, it was that client that reached out to me, that friend that reached out to me and then learning how to find more clients that way. And that's how my coaching and consulting firm essentially grew. All right. So now you're happily married. Life's different. So the transition of marriage and family and things like that, how has that played a role in your business? Yeah, it makes a difference because when you're single, every decision that you make is yourself, your own, and you don't have to talk to anyone else or you don't have to consult anyone else. When you're married, every decision is we. Yep. And you have to consider your spouse. You have to consider their wishes and their desires because you're not moving separately anymore. You're moving together and you have to make sure that you continue to move together towards your goals. So no matter what goal I have, it has to be in line with the goals that he has so that we're continuing to grow together. And I know you're a proponent of strong marriages. I am. And so that is a really important piece of it is coming together with your spouse on everything, including your business. All right. So I, I know life seems perfect on Facebook. Is <laughs> life really perfect? I mean, you, you and your husband have to have your challenges and your conversations and where you iron things out. So can you give an example that's appropriate? <laughs> yeah. Facebook is the highlight reel, right? Yeah, everybody looks at Facebook and says, Letitia's <laughs> life is beautiful. Is it really that beautiful? Come on. Yeah. Well, we're newlyweds. So, uh, so everything is still good. We're, we're still in that, in that rosy stage. But I will say the first year is the hardest, right? Sure. Because you're two different people and you're, yep. still, you're coming together. But, you know, we, we have that respect, that level of respect for each other. So we've been able to grow together without too many bumps in the road. So. Okay. But, but when there is a bump, how do, you do, how do you manage that? Oh, I can't tell you my secret. I'm not suggesting you give examples. <laughs> I'm just saying, what do you, what do you do? What's your mindset when you're running into challenges? Okay. I am skilled in the art of persuasion. Let's yeah, just right. say that. Oh, all right. Well, I'm, I'm going I'm to let people just imagine what that could mean. Um, all right. Let's, let's talk a little bit about your health journey because I've been paying attention to you for a couple of years now. 
I would suggest we've been friends at least two years. I'm going to say we've been friends, even if that's not true. Oh, yeah. I feel like we have been. Uh, so over the couple of years that I've known you, I've seen you transform really in your, you know, in your health and your fitness and stuff. What caused you to be more serious about that, more focused on that? And what has that journey been like? So I started out wanting to lose weight initially just to actually I wanted to be in a bodybuilding competition. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and I decided that journey wasn't for me. Hmm. And I learned that I really, really enjoyed getting stronger. And so I started, you know, I started eating healthier and I started lifting weights. And then I found this thing called CrossFit. Yes. And that has been just amazing because I really enjoy it. We have like an hour class. We get in, we lift weights, we get really, really sweaty. And then you're out and you're done and you feel accomplished. The reason that fitness has been a really big part of just me growing as a person is because when you go to, you know, a class or you go to the gym and you work out, it shows you that you can do more than you think you're capable of, right? You go in and you have the mindset of, okay, I'm going to try this. I wonder if I can do it. And you see yourself getting stronger. You see yourself improving. And it just shows you as a person that you can do more. What are some applications, life applications from what you've experience through your fitness journey and CrossFit that could also apply to managing money? Yeah, I've become much more disciplined. So in order to increase your performance in CrossFit, you have to eat the right way. And so I've become more disciplined with the foods that I eat because that's going to help me improve my fitness. And with money, it's the same thing, right? When you have a goal, you have something that you want to achieve, you have to become more disciplined with your finances. It's the boring part. No one wants to talk about it, but it's what has to be done in order to reach those goals you want to reach. What goals do you want to reach? I want to be a millionaire. I am a millionaire. I love it. <laughs> so you wanted to be and now you are. Yeah, I know. Just like that. Boom. Transformations <laughs> happening here at FinCon. So uh, wait, are you saying I am a millionaire because you are or because you will be? I say I am a millionaire because it's a mindset shift. So a lot of times we speak in the future, but we only have the present. We only have the present moment. Mm, I like that. So whatever it is that you want, you have to speak it into existence and speak it as if you have it already. So I, I did am that a millionaire. actually. Practical. Exp uh, I, I said, I will interview Letitia Stiles. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. <laughs> it has happened. And I, I feel like a millionaire when I, I'm, I'm hanging out with you. <laughs> All right. So that's awesome. I really like that. I think these are some great takeaways. So aside from being a millionaire, what, what else is on your, uh, um, your list I, of goals here? Yeah, I would love to publish a book. Okay. I don't know what topic. I know that I have a book in me. I'm guessing because money. Because of my story. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, about money and my journey and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely have that on the horizon. One of my big goals is to have a TV show mm. where I'm helping women with their finances. Okay. So that's something that I, I really have a passion for. I really want to do. Letitia Styles show. Letitia Styles TV. <laughs> just my, just like my Twitter handle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's you speaking it into existence. That is me via speaking into existence. Twitter profile. Yep. Okay. I'm catching on to you. <laughs> when I start seeing these yeah, posts you, you have, I'll you be like, is she now. speaking something into existence? Oh yeah. All right. That's funny. So when I post like uh, Oreos, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you be like, I'm gonna tag Oreos. Letitia. I'm gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> Help yeah. me. Help me, girl. All right. <laughs> No, this is great. Um, we always like to wrap up with a couple things. So I'm going to ask you first, what's the best place for people to connect with you online? The best place to connect with me online is on Facebook. Yep. So you can find me at Letitia Styles. Any messages that I receive there, I mean, I'm on Facebook almost all the time. Yes. So that's one of the best places to connect with me. I can testify to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, sometimes I'm like, I, I just liked like 10 of her posts. She's yeah. going to think I'm a freak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then we always like to close out with final thoughts. 
What are some final thoughts to somebody who may need that word of encouragement today? What do you, what do you have? Yeah, what I've got is, you know, begin to invest in yourself. Start with your mind and your education. One of the books that I really enjoy is Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Mm. I think it's one of the best books to start with. The Richest Man in Babylon is another one of my favorites. So invest in yourself, invest in your mindset and growing yourself as a person so that you can achieve all those goals that you have set for yourself. Letitia, I have seen you transform. I've seen you grow. And I know that the future is, I mean, anything's possible for you because you've proved it time and time again. So congratulations on all your success. And thank you for being a guest. Thank you so much. When you're married, every decision is we, and you have to consider your spouse. You have to consider their wishes and their desires because you're not moving separately anymore. You're moving together and you have to make sure that you continue to move together towards your goals. So no matter what goal I have, it has to be in line with the goals that he has so that we're continuing to grow together. And I know you're a proponent of strong marriages. And so that is a really important piece of it is coming together with your spouse on everything, including your business.